and they just need to talk for a minute and I can fill that spot. Um, but I also step in with our clients. Uh, we had a client that did uh, a handbook and they were they were thrilled with this handbook. They sent it over and was like, hey, can you just give us a final review? Because, you know, there are some things that have to be in there with the co-employment relationship you have when working with Avalon. And I was looking it over and I was like, um, it was it was great. Actually, it covered a lot of things, but there was a couple of things they committed themselves to that they weren't required to. Um, they had put in there that they provided FMLA leave and they did not have nearly enough employees to satisfy that, you know, they'd be required to provide FMLA. So I was like, hey, are you sure with your size business, this is something you know, that you want to make a formal FMLA process when you aren't required to, you don't meet the, the employment threshold to do this. And, you know, with your size business, typically this puts an undue burden on the employer to have, you know, potentially one or more people out for that length of time. And, you know, by this handbook, you've committed yourself to do that. Is yeah. that what you want to do? No, we thought we had to. No, you do not. Oh, you, no. you do not. Let's let's restructure that. And I, my clients that don't meet the FMLA threshold, I always recommend um, if they want to put in some type of leave of absence policy, then we do that. And when an employee takes advantage of it, I'm the world's biggest documentation person. If it's not on paper, it didn't happen. When you have somebody go out on leave, you know, especially when it's a, not FMLA, not any other type of protected leave, you, you type up a letter laying out expectations for not only the employee, but the employer. Here is the time that we're, you know, granting you off. Here's when you're expected to return. Here's what you'll need to do when you return. And then here's anything you may need to do related to your benefits or other items while you were out on leave. Have that very clearly defined. Um, and, and we help you write those letters based on the needs of your business and what you're looking at. Have it in writing. Have out the expectations. Don't leave anything to what I thought. No, then just forget it. We aren't even having that discussion. If you thought you didn't have anything in writing, then let's just not even talk about it because it didn't happen. Uh, we can help you with things along that line. We can help you. We talk all the time about bringing benefits solutions, often things that people don't think about. You know, we have a telehealth program that you can offer your employees for as low as $3.56 a month. Wow. You can't get much cheaper than that. And it covers, you know, anything from your basic, um, I have a sinus infection to, you know, I think I have a, um, the, the flu. Apparently the flu right now is just blowing up. Mm. Uh, we've had seen several positive flu cases locally. And so, you know, that that's a good solution outside of being, you know, maybe you just can't offer traditional medical insurance yet, but you want to do something. We have dental plans, vision plans exceptionally affordably priced and you know maybe you could offer your employees those um, even if you can't as a business take on any of the expense it's very affordable for your employees just something to and are those like more you'd call them not requirements but incentives how would you really even word that just something to help with your employees feel like you are there for them or you you have something there to help them but I think in ultimately when it comes to telehealth it helps your business you don't want sick people coming in and taking out the whole place right and you know like i said we're i'm a busy person you're a busy person and if i can jump on a you know 15 minute phone call from my couch and say hey 
you know, I think that I have a sinus infection and go through that and get antibiotics prescribed without having to take the time to schedule an appointment, take myself to the doctor's office, expose mm-hmm. myself to more germs, mm-hmm. expose other people to potentially my germs, and get it all taken care of. That That's a win-win yeah. for, for time saving. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, and it's... We live in this day and age. I understand that the flu season, well, I also saw a report this morning that they're saying uh, as we get closer to winter, COVID will come back with a with a huge wave and all these different things. But when it comes down to it, I can imagine also nowadays as an HR benefits uh, manager going, let's look outside the box. Right. Let's think outside the box for other incentives for your employees to stay healthy this time of year and and look at that. Or if they do have a problem, we do have this telehealth program that you can offer. But you won't know unless you ask those questions and ask Avalon HR, um, which is, is free just to talk to them. Absolutely. We'll be happy to talk about options, um, possibilities. You know, even if it doesn't go anywhere, you know, if we can help you out today, um, We'll be happy to do that, you know, with just a basic questions or um, seeing what we have to offer. And, you know, like Chip has said many times before, we're not always the best fit for your business. It's And, and we're realistic about that. We're not going to try to push you into something that we know good and well is not going to work for you or it's not going to work for us. And so when we have that conversation, we may be able to offer some advice, but it may end with, you know what, hey, we, we don't think we're the right fit for you or you're not the right fit for our organization and that's perfectly fine but if we can you know answer some of your questions and and help you we'll be happy to do that absolutely avalon hr you can head to avalonhr.com or give them a call 850-475-1555 stacy orrin is here this morning hr and benefits manager with avalon hr if you'd like to drop in a question to our text line 850-437-1620 i know also that you as an hr person you have to stay up to date with different laws and and guidelines as well i know avalon hr does that when it comes to taxes the irs of course which is nitty and gritty um but hr is too because there's always something changing whether it's you know a, a a bullying legislation or a workplace act something happens and then you have to change everything that comes down the line right and and usually Fortunately, with things related to HR, we have a little bit more heads up than sometimes the IRS directives and other things coming our way. And that's where those memberships that we have um, come into play. We're, you know, a member of the Society for Human Resource Management. We are a member of the Florida Association of PEOs, the National Association of PEOs. And those folks do a great job at keeping that information coming to us timely, letting us know what our obligations are. And every year there's changes in the benefits. Like we're coming up for next year, the 401k contribution limits have been um, raised. So you can now contribute a little bit more to your 401k starting next year. So we have to go in and, you know, change our system, obviously, to accommodate that. Say, oh, hey, we need to raise that threshold by $1,000 so they can, you know, we have a lot of employees that max out their 401ks every year. 
So, you know, we, we have the heads up. Like, I already know that's happening now. It's October. It mm-hmm. happens January 1st. Um, so there there is a lot. But like I said, that's where we rely on those memberships and partnerships yeah. with the organization to keep that information. Because I could literally spend my entire day just searching what has changed today. Right. But every morning I get bulletins from these organizations that tell me, hey, this needs to be on your radar. Wow. Hey, We've got a class coming up on this. If you don't understand what this means for your business or, you know, and a lot of ours is tailored towards the PEO industry, but what this means for the PEOs or for business in general, we've got a class on that coming up. So we have the opportunity to take those classes and, you know, get at least one of us into the class that can get the information for the rest of us. Say, hey, can you attend this one and, and let me know, you know, what's going on? So that's where, you know, when the big advantages come through. Because I said, a lot of those things you couldn't get membership in on your own. And if you could, they're not always affordable for an individual business. I mean, total membership dues for these organizations over the course of a year are substantial. Ooh. And... I can imagine, especially if you have to do one and then the other and then the other and then the other and then having to have all that information... And then you still have to be you. the one and only person as a business owner keeping track of it all and going to those classes. And it's, it's just a lot. And we can do that for you. Avalon HR can do it for you. 850-475-1555. Um, a lot of talk over, I'd just probably say the past like year, at least in my opinion. I've noticed a lot of focus on discrimination continually in the workplace. Like about everything, somebody right. can just cry discrimination and go to their general manager, or the eight, and include the HR, right, and be like, "I feel offended." I know I hate, I, hate I don't even <laughs> like okay. using that word. I'm sorry. And then it brings up a whole entire discussion. How do you right. handle those things now? Well, that's where a lot of times it's just going back and listening. And I had one the other day, and this this lady felt that she had been discriminated against because she was asked to take off um, some jewelry in, in her workplace. Well, you know, I had to do some digging myself because this was a very specific industry that had an overseeing body that told them what jewelry was allowed, not allowed, you know, it was very, it wasn't regulated by the business themselves. It was regulated by a, an overseeing committee. So I went to the documents on this committee and what they had stated was acceptable and not acceptable for this business. And when I had the conversation with the young lady, I said, when you were hired, you know, was this gone over with you? Yes. Okay, so was everyone else that you work with held to these same standards? You know, well, yeah, but one of them had braids in her hair and I didn't like that. Well, okay, I, I understand that that wasn't something you were comfortable with, but my understanding was that was within the standards for this industry, but the jewelry that you were wearing was not. So just sticking to the jewelry, right? were you treated any different than anybody else in this business? No. Right, right, right. Okay, so, so you do okay. have to really, so, uh, you have to peel that onion. You you really do sometimes. And, and I said, sometimes it's just listening. And sometimes it's like, well, you know, okay, I've looked at the, the governing body and this is what they say is allowed. Mm-hmm. Were you exceeding that? Well, yeah, but um, 
I think one of the things I got was one piece of jewelry was just hard to take on and off. Okay, I, I understand that. But sure. again, you know, you were taught to this as a condition of employment. You were aware of this. Everybody's being treated the same. So you were not being singled out. Naturally. And yeah. at the end, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit more. And I said, you know what it sounds like, unfortunately, is, is you're just not a good fit for this organization. Um, they're not meeting your needs. And, and at this time, you're not able to meet theirs. And, I, you know, I always in those conversations was, may I look for another client to potentially place you with that may be more in line with what you're looking for right now. And they always say yes. And if I have something where I can do that, then I'm happy to do so. But right. it really just starts that conversation. You know, what happened? Is there other things at play? Were other people being treated yeah. differently? And I, I get probably, I don't know, two to four of that kind of call a week. Um, right now, and like I said, it's just a discussion with the employee. What happened? A discussion sometimes with the supervisor. Why is you know why is this the rule? And nine times out of ten, it's really something logical, right? And you just have to kind of talk them through and just you know be. Um, they tell me all the time that I'm the most diplomatic person they've ever come across. I can remain very calm, you know, and just have that conversation with you. Sometimes I can get you circled around to, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Right. Sometimes we you don't have, have that to, emotion. It's not like you've got skin in the game for that, either side. That is a key thing I just said yesterday. When dealing with employees, especially if they're a long-term, long-time employee, I do not have that emotional relationship and attachment mm-hmm. with that employee that you as a business owner may have. Right. I can sit and look at it strictly from an objective. These are the facts. This is where we're at without thinking, I know this person and I know what's going on sure. at home and I know what's going on uh, with this or that. And it's great to have that kind of insight in your employees sometimes so you can better manage them and direct them. But when it comes to difficult conversations and sometimes difficult decisions, you need someone who does not have that emotional investment to step back and say, no, this is right. this is where you're at and this is not okay. And also having that outside HR service and person to... I hate to call it like that dirty work for you where they can leave the emotions out. Like, Hey, you don't show up to work three times in a row. No call, no show. Uh, Stacy going to be calling you and just being like, what's, what's going on. And I did that. We had a, we had a young lady the other day. They, the employer called me. They're like, what can I, what can I text her? That's the only way she's communicating, but she's not been here for three days. Oh, and I said, would you be more comfortable if I, send her a text right and they're like would you and I'm like absolutely that's what I'm here for so I sent the young lady a text I was like hey you know that Stacy from Avalon just checking in you haven't been to work in the in the past few days um can you tell me what's going on Is do you intend okay? to return right yeah. and um the response I got back was like I will not be returning I said okay great thank you for the response did anything happen that I should be made aware of? Anything that you would like to discuss mm, with me? That's good. And um, it was just a short no. And this was a very young employee. Right. And I was like, hey, moving forward, please understand. We certainly understand that not all positions are going to work out for you. Right. But so we don't worry about you and wonder, Could you know, just let us know that, hey, I'm not returning. We're not going to be mad at you. We understand, yeah. and, have, and that's if that's the number one thing I could preach to people right now. When you're talking about bringing your kids up into the workforce, even you, yourself, sometimes if something doesn't work, 
just say, hey, this isn't working for me. Believe me, we are not going to be offended. We are not going to be angry at you. It happens every day, but don't leave people wondering for days. Like I have some clients that get really concerned. Are they okay? Did something happen? Did they were in a car wreck? Did, you know, yeah. Are they in the hospital? We don't know, and we they worry. So just say, hey, this isn't working for me, and no harm, no foul. We know we can move forward appropriately. And, you and know, it gives you a good exit. Right. And, and and no beef, no bad right. blood. Like I said, it happens every day. We will not be offended, I promise. You know, just say, hey, this this isn't working for me. This isn't my thing. It's not what I thought it was going to be, and I, I don't want to do it anymore. I remember I was a, a teenager, and I um, dyed my hair before I went to work, and it did not go well. It did <laughs> not go well. And they actually sent me home because I still had dye left on my scalp. And they, they fired me and sent me home. And I was like, what? And like, yeah. And they opened the handbook and they said, you can't come to work with face tattoos and or any type of um, obnoxious facial makeup. You have to look clean and pressed. Right. And uh, I mean, that was a life lesson. Don't dye your hair before work. But <laughs> I remember I was like, wait, what? And I realized later on it wouldn't it wouldn't work out for me. Right. It would. Right. And I was much, I was glad they let me go instead of having to have that difficult conversation. But, yeah, don't do that. And how can it be avoided? How can you avoid these situations in your workplace? Avalon HR there is the common ground, the middleman, without the emotions. Like we said, it's not going to hurt Stacy to have that difficult conversation on your behalf as a business owner with your employee who is not completing the tasks or doing what they're supposed to be doing as an employee. Right. In fact, it's going to help you so you can just go, our HR is handling this, our HR department is handling this, and then hand over the keys to Stacy to, to do that. Right. And I remember when I decided to go into HR and I was, I was telling my dad, he told me two things that I remind myself of almost every day. Um, one was that I would never fire anybody. They fired themselves. And I found that to be exceedingly true over the years. And the second was if you ever get to the point in this job where firing someone doesn't bother you on some level, Mm. you need to find something else to do. Yeah. And he, he was right on those. It does, you know, I never take joy out of telling someone they're no longer employed. But I also am very realistic and realize when that just absolutely has to happen. And so far, about 9.8 out of 10 times, they have gotten themselves in that position. It's just I didn't pick up the your employer. I didn't pick up the phone one morning. Your employer didn't pick up the phone one morning and just decide, oh, hey, we, we don't want you here anymore. There was something that led up to that. Now, I get people all the time that call me and say, hey, I was like, go today, and I wasn't told why. Right. Well, let's let's back it up. Let's let's think about this for a second. Yeah, you know what may have happened previously to this that led to that phone call today. Well, I was late the last fifteen days, and I've missed nine days in the last sixty. Mm-hmm. Well, so you may be onto something. That may have been what led to that phone call this morning. Um, th- there usually is a reason, and you know, like I said, I can be that uh, that that emotional separation. And, and make that phone call, have that discussion for you. And, you know, I tell employers all the time, if they have let someone go and they're continuing to text them, harass them, I'm like, at this point, it's 
please direct all further inquiries to Stacy at Avalon HR. You don't have to deal with that. Mm-mm. You know, you've made your decision. It's been carried out. And as a business owner, there is no reason you should continue to take text calls, harassment from an employee. From anybody. Right. Just <laughs> Yeah, from anybody. Don't That's a do life it. lesson. Let's jot that down. But the block with, button is beautiful. With us, you can, you can literally hand that over to someone yeah. who can shut it down pretty quickly. Yeah. And I love that. I love that you take that pressure off of a business owner. Take the pressure off of the employees and coworkers as right. well to just have that that relief and um, at the same time be able to see that business thrive. You don't want to just fill your business with subpar workers that are poisoning the well. Right. And we are a great, neut- I, we're like a neutral ground for dropping off employee items. Like if I don't want this person back on my property, but they have 10 shirts, an ID badge, and a set of keys. Mm-hmm. Well, they drop them off at Avalon. You drop them off to me, and then we get them back to the employer. Happens every day. So they don't even have to come back on your property. Wow. They don't have to interact with anyone else. You know, if they've got something that needs to be brought back, hey, 100 South Pace Boulevard. Right. Drop it off. They'll take it. Ooh. You're good. Avoid that walk of shame. I mean, kind of feels like it sometimes. Yeah, it can be, yes. <laughs> Her face is, yep. But we want to avoid that. Avalon HR, avalonhr.com. Stacy Oren, HR and Benefits Manager, has been here this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel sharing stories and ways to avoid it, ways that Avalon HR helps in the human resources department for your business. If you're running a business, you work at a business, you're managing one, you need Avalon. Relieve all that stress and tension and awkward conversations. 850-475-1555. Thanks again for joining me this morning. Thank you for having me. Selfie. <laughs> and stay tuned. We have Terrence A. Gross joining us coming up next with Gross and Schuster here on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable.